Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. What's up? Welcome to DX Daily. This is a podcast brought to you by Hip Hop DX, and it's where we keep you updated on all this hip hop culture. I'm Asia Sky, and I'm A Dub, and it's Monday. Yes, <laughs> and it's Monday. We've got a lot to discuss. This legendary versus battle between E-40 and Too Short. Mm-hmm. We got to talk about Lil Wayne selling off Young Money's music catalog. Lil Baby and his girlfriend Jada breaking the internet again. And our former president Barack Obama dropped off a fire 2020 year-end music playlist that we are going to break down. All right, let's do it. This past week's versus battle, E-40 versus Too Short, happened this Saturday. Uh, it was truly a West Coast affair a legendary affair. Before we start, though, who do you have winning this battle? Like, beforehand, what was your prediction? You know, I was going to go with Too Short just because I feel like I danced to more Too Short back in my day. But as I was looking back, I was like, wow, I really like E-40. I'm going to go with E-40. That's who I have. Yeah, I also had E-40 only because anybody who grew up in California or spent a significant period of their time in California, like, you know the impact. When an E-40 song comes on, anything hyphy related, like, Mm -hmm. it's just a different type of energy. Now, Too Short is a legend too, don't get me wrong. Period. But I had E-40 winning this. But overall, yeah, it was just legendary for the Bay Area, legendary for Cali as a whole. Their energy, both of them just brought good vibes. Mm-hmm. Definitely a contrast from Gucci Mane and Jeezy. <laughs> and supposed to be Keisha Cole and Ashanti earlier in a couple weeks, and we just went right into E-40 in two shorts. But yeah. E-40's dancing was my favorite part of the battle, for sure. Oh, like a little cute little lemon head with his little lemon beanie and the lemon background. I was with it. Yes, his, his dance moves were top two, for sure. You gonna take some of his moves, Asia, or? I might do a little video, you know, (laughs) a little TikTok with my E-40 moves. Now, let's get into their strongest three rounds. I'm gonna say round 16, where uh, E-40 played Big Sean's I Don't F With You, Mm -hmm. versus Too Short playing Khaleesi's Bossy. Mm. Now, who did you have on that round? I think I would have to go with the I Don't F With You, because... That song is just, you play that at the right time when you're dealing with somebody and you're just like, I don't F with you. The bossy, it's like, I'm bossy. It's like, I, it don't hit the same. So I, I was going to go with the E-40 for that one, for that round. I don't know. I think I, I was rooting for E-40, but too short with bossy. Like, that is a legendary verse right there. And then yes. Khalees just was taking over at that time. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It just took me back to a different time, I guess. So I did have too short on that one. Okay. But we got to round 19 where E40 played Hyphy and Too Short played Lil John Bia Bia. Mm-hmm. Who did you have on that? 
E40 hyphy all day because I was big with the whole, you know, crumping and, you know, ghost ride the whip. So that hyphy era for me when that was really popular, I was with it. So I had to go with E40 for that one. Definitely went with E40 mm -hmm. for that one. Going hyphy just in, I remember in middle school, growing up in Cali, that was a big thing. So I'm going E40 for round 19. Mm -hmm. And then the final round, they had tell me when to go Ooh. versus blow the whistle. Like with that one. That one came on. It was a whole different verses right there. Yeah. E40 was already well past drunk. Yes. It was a whole situation at that point. I, of course, chose Tell Me When To Go. Who did you have one in that one? Oh, Asia, that's so tough. Um, I think I went with Tell Me When To Go, too. I can just picture it, too, like the whole vibe. For sure. You just think about the music video, everything. Mm. Yeah. So long story short, I had my original pick, E40 winning. <laughs> yes. But now they also said this was the most expensive versus battle thus far. They said they spent over $500,000 on this whole production. Now I'm trying to figure out how did they spend all this money and how do you feel about them splurging this much on one battle? 500,000? See, I didn't even know they really put this much money into these versus battles. I figured they just got the venue. They got the artists. They paid them, right? I don't know. Maybe the exposure they, is the payment. I don't I don't know how it's going with that, but I yeah. definitely did not think they were out here spending half a million dollars on a versus battle for sure. On the set alone, like I said, the, the cars, the whips, and yeah, yeah. They, had the, they had the scrapers out there. They had the low riders. Well, other than that, the set really wasn't that elaborate to me, so I don't mm -hmm. know where this 500000 went. But I definitely don't think it's a, a good idea to splurge half a million on the battle itself. Now, maybe like on promotion, you know, parties and paying everybody that's in the production. Mm -hmm. But still not that much. I don't know about that. Yeah. And I they really like didn't promo the, the E42 short battle all that well. And I just felt like I really see a promo video from them or it much, you know. Yeah, they definitely weren't that heavy on the promo. And I think it's because... This battle was probably like a last-minute consolation prize for us not getting the Ashanti and Keisha Cole battle. Like, I don't know if this battle was long planned out or something that they knew for a, a long time that they, that it was going to happen. Like, it seemed to me more like, okay, Ashanti pulled out last minute, so now we got to give the people another battle so they'll be happy. Mm -hmm. And then they came with the legends, Too Short and E40. So yeah. Yeah, I think that's that might be how it went. Either way, both of them had great energy. Some great memes came from it. So, mm -hmm. you know, that's all I could ask for. <laughs> now, let's talk about Lil Baby. Oh, Lil boy. Baby and his girlfriend Jada are trending again. <laughs> this time, it is because Lil Baby allegedly cheated on Jada with a porn star by the name of Tiana Trump. Baby's girl Jada was on Twitter minding her business like she always does. And Tiana Trump responded to one of her tweets. Tiana Trump was like, you always getting cheated on. And replied to the tweet. And that's when Tiana went all out. She dropped a bomb. She revealed that she's been messing with Lil Baby. And she has the screenshots to prove it. She actually threatened to leak the screenshots. And I just want to know, why won't they leave Jada alone? Every other week, it feels like there's somebody on Twitter telling her that they messing with her man. I don't see how Jada does it. Like, if I was her, I'd have to shut down the Twitter, the Instagram, because it's beginning to get too much. Like, imagine you just, like you said, minding your business, and every single second, like, Jada wakes up, and it's already like, I said with your man. Your man's thing was in my man. mouth. Like, <laughs> like, that's too much. And, you know, this is the second time within this week that Lil Baby has gotten busted cheating on Jada with a porn star, allegedly. Mm -hmm. We don't know if he really did this or, you know, if this is just clout chasing or whatever the case may be. 
But we know the first porn star, Miss London, she had screenshots of her interactions with Lil Baby. We don't know if Tiana Trump really has these screenshots or not, or if she's going to drop them. But we do know that Lil Baby might need to tighten up. He definitely got to tighten up. You just can't like, I feel like if you're going to do all this, do not leave a messy trail. I don't condone it, but if you're going to, don't leave a messy trail because Jada has repeatedly said, you know, she'd rather cry in a Rolls Royce than cry in a Nissan or a Honda. <laughs> so she's, she gets it. But then again, no, no one wants to know that it's really happening like this and everybody else to see. So yeah, having your business repeatedly put on front street is just not a good look at all. So whatever they're doing, I got three words for little baby N D A. Okay. okay. <laughs> NDA, little baby, that is what you need to uh, have these young ladies do if you're going to be dealing with them. Now, <laughs> since we're going to talk about that, we also have to talk about the positive. We have to talk about this monumental year that little baby has had in music. Yes. He had the top selling album of 2020. Can you believe My Turn made $19 million this year during a whole pandemic? A, a whole pandemic. That's oh crazy. Oh my gosh. Congrats to little baby on that. Also, I want to shout out Juice World and Pop Smoke. They were also both in the top five grossing albums this year. Mm-hmm. Pop Smoke's Shoot for the Stars, Aim for the Moon made $15.8 million. And then Juice World's album, Legends Never Die, they made $15.5 million off that. It's just sad that both of them are not here to see it. I know both of those are posthumous albums. And like you said, they're not here to witness it and, and, and bask in it. So dang, it's crazy. Exactly, though. Rest in peace, Juice World. Rest in peace, Pop Smoke. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. That is how you leave a legacy. Now, speaking of money being made off these albums, can we talk about how Lil Wayne allegedly sold the Young Money catalog for $100 million? Yeah, let's talk about it because that's not sitting right with me. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Nah, it's definitely not sitting right with my spirit. So according to Lil Wayne's ex-manager, Ronald Sweeney, Wayne sold off this catalog to Universal Music Group and he gave it to him for $100 million back in June, right? Mm-hmm. So this catalog includes Lil Wayne's Carter Four, Drake's album Views, and the Scorpion album. Okay. On top of that, Nicki Minaj's Pink Print. All of this for $100 million. One Wayne album, two Drake albums, and a Nicki album. I just don't feel like $100 million is enough for this. Yeah, that's that's just too low because Pink Print, big album. Views, big album. Scorpion, big album. Also, the Carter Four, like, only $100 million? And, then, like, these albums are not just albums that came and went. These are albums that people constantly go back to. Yes. So I feel like these catalogs are going to be lucrative for a long time. And I just feel like $100 million is a low ball, like, if that's really true. But keep in mind, the manager Sweeney is currently suing Wayne for $20 million. So, you know, they might not even be on the best of terms. We don't know if this is really truly what happened or if the manager is using this to help himself get more money. Like, we don't know yet. So we will see what happens. And, you know, Wayne is facing those gun possession charges and he's a felon. So he could be facing up to 10 years for that. So, you know, all these lawyer fees may play a part in how all this works out. So, yeah. No, for sure. He's definitely going to need money for that lawyer. Best of luck to Wayne. And on a lighter note, let's talk about Barack Obama's 2020 favorite songs playlist. Yes. You know, he is our forever president. President, so I was Let excited to see what he was listening to this past year. Yeah. He had a pretty good, nice mix of songs up here. Like he's got Travis Scott, he's got Lil Baby on here, J. Cole, Earth Gang, J.I.D. 
Gunna, I see Goody Mob, Little Sims, Spillage yes. Village is on there. So and yeah. he has my girl, her, up here. Oh. Damage has been one of my favorite songs this year. I've been bragging about it yes. since it came out. <laughs> Literally, I, I have been the number one fan of hers, Damage, since the song dropped. So I was super excited to see that song up here. Of course, I was excited to see <laughs> J. Cole, the climb back up here, North Carolina represent. You know, exactly. that's our guy. What songs were you excited to see up here? The Savage remix of Megan Thee Stallion and Beyonce is what got me on Barack Obama's favorite music of 2020. Like, can you imagine him doing the dance like the TikTok? Like, that's what he's jamming to? That like, is definitely stand out for me as well. Like, I definitely was picturing Barack Obama at home in his luxurious bedroom in the mirror doing the Savage Dance Challenge <laughs> and then coming in like on trying to do the Meg Thee Stallion knees. Like, yeah. I could see Barack giving us that. I could definitely see him giving For us sure. that. For <laughs> sure. But he did have some help with this list, though. We got to give him that to his daughter, Sasha. He said she was like the music head of the family. So she did. She had a little part in this playlist this year. So I can see Sasha's influence on this list because I just don't believe that Barack was sitting in the crib playing Lemonade by Internet Money and Gunna. Like, I don't yeah. see, I don't see that. I can't see Barack just <laughs> in the crib blazing Travis Scott like Rick Ross. I don't know. Either way, Barack's still the coolest president we've had so far. And you know I'm reading his book right now, too. Like, this book is amazing. The book is called A Promised Land, and it's just going throughout his whole presidency, everything that he went through. The yeah. book, along with this playlist, I'm definitely Team Barack right now. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I think, I think we got it all pretty much covered. That wraps up today's DX Daily. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast on all platforms and subscribe to the Hip Hop DX YouTube channel. Also, we're on all social networks at Hip Hop DX, so be sure to follow to keep up with us. I'm Asia Scott. And I'm Ella. And we'll see you tomorrow with more daily news.